welcome back to sorry in advance we're sorry it, it took so long in advance yes but, you know we had a lot of props that we wanted to we wanted to buy a lot of props and it took a while for them to get here could we, you stop we didn't want to buy shane either we didn't want to watch shane but we're not gonna freaking talk about we're not shane gonna anymore. talk about shane we're gonna talk about the podcast yes which shane is a part of that we're glad but we don't want to yet. Yeah, we're, but we're glad that the. I feel like I'm glad that the production value is is, is stepping up. You know, like yeah. we got more crap going on. We got the foam pads. We just need to flex on ourselves for a little bit. We really do, cause we're super so hyped. We... <laughs> Even if we are like three weeks late on this episode. Oh <laughs> yeah, but you know what, you greedy little b words. We're gonna watch Justice League next time. So don't even don't even trip. Snyder Cut is officially out, and like we said before, we are going to keep mentioning it until we watch it. Which is going to be next Which we're going to be next next episode, next yeah. week. So you can look forward to our thoughts on that. Or um, don't. Can you believe it's going to be like four damn hours long? I don't know, What? <laughs> I had a dream. I had a really freaking weird dream that we watched Justice League, the Snyder Cut, and then we, and then we also watched... Seven Samurai by Akira Kurosawa. Uh-huh. And then we posted it and it got like a million views. So low-key, we're going to watch those two. The and Prophecy, I, let's make it happen, guys. Let's make it happen. Let's hit one million views. If we don't, we are going to free, We're going to dox you. We're going to find every single dox. subscriber. <laughs> and we're going to leak your social security information. We're going to leak your credit card number. Everything, okay? We will so, leak your Epic Games password. We will That's leak. right, I said it. We'll do it. We'll freaking do it. We watched three movies. Random movies. Three random movies. And random. thinking about this, we kind of thought that this was going to be a really great idea. We're like, wouldn't it be so fun if we just got a list of just thousands of movies and then selected three random ones to watch? But I feel like we were wrong. <laughs> we were there wrong. was a list of so many good ones. So many. We had so many good ones. We had Norbert on there. Norbit, the one with What's Eddie Norbit? Murphy where he... Where he's like a skinny man, and then he's also I a mean, very large right. woman. What? Yeah, I don't think we talked about that. No, but it, 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 I mean, it's a cat. We could could have watched it. We could have watched it. Maybe we're bad at picking. We could have watched Freddy Got Fingered again. We could have watched so much. I don't want to watch that again. I absolutely want to watch that again. You're but, terrible. Oh my gosh, I. Mm, but it's what? okay because we gotta watch Critters Three. We Jake, explain Critters. what Critters Three. What uh, happens? Okay, in Critters Three. Right, the frick. So now. the first movie that we watched was Critters Three, as we previously announced in our last podcast episode. And just to, oh, where the hell do I start? Just say the stupid so, plot or the so lack the, thereof. The plot is Critters Three. Um, so the Critters series is a series of movies about these creatures or critters as they are called um created by the same damn people that made the the trolls and Ernest scared stupid i can't believe we can't we can't the same the chioda brothers are coming at us live with a with our random guess and and these things were kind of terrifying um kind of silly and basically they're just small guys with teeth that come from outer space and they roll really fast like sonic and they can latch at your neck. <laughs> and, yes. and that's it, basically. But um, apparently the first two are actually pretty good, and that's why they got sequels. But then the third one and the fourth one are known for being abominable. And we did watch the third without watching the first and second. Fun fact. I did some research on the Critters franchise. 
so, what, okay. what you dig up. So you're probably you're probably thinking, okay, it's just going to be some crappy freaking Gremlins ripoff, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. That's what it feels like, right? Apparently, the script was written before Gremlins. Which but, one? For Critters 3? Yeah. Th- no. Not ever for Critters, Critters 3. One. The first Critters. I won't oh, okay. Critters 3. But that's the movie we watched. I know. <laughs> he doesn't... But in context, <laughs> you'll hate it more. Okay. Okay. Cuéntamelo. So, oh. So... The script for Critters, the first one, was written before Gremlins. So okay. it's not a Gremlins ripoff, but it was filmed after Gremlins. So, like... So they came up with the idea. Yeah. And then Gremlins... Oh, sorry. And then Gremlins came out, mm-hmm. and then they made the movie. Yeah. But then they changed it to be a little more like Gremlins in uh, its execution. Cause they're, oh, because they're like, this is similar to what but we're do already doing. But you know what the plot is? I the don't. plot of the first movie is basically these critters, which really? are intel. Shut up! Gosh <laughs> dang it! They're intelligent creatures who can communicate with each other, and they're subtitled, and they say the f word, and it's funny. <laughs> Why? I know they're like I wanted really. That oh, dude! The it third gets one. What? They escape from an intergalactic prison, much like Lilo and Stitch. Huh. And they come to Earth, and they're basically just like, yeah, we want to eat, but also we just kind of want to F around with these people. Just kind of kill them. Why not? Destroy crap. There are intergalactic bounty hunters who shapeshift, who are like, oh, we got to find these guys, and we can kill them really easily. We just need to find them. And the whole movie is them trying to find the critters and easily kill them, but at the same time, critters freaking running amok and destroying crap. And they're shapeshifting freaking bounty hunters. And one of them, his whole deal is that, like, he can't decide what human he wants to look like. Because they can just, like, one dude just looks at a rock star on MTV and he's like, okay. And then he's just that rock star. And then the other one is like, I can't decide which one to do. And so he's, like, switching between, like, freaking the, the preacher in the town and then, like... A Playboy model and like all this different crap and and it's so wait so <clears throat> wait so that's not what happens in the first one is it or is it it is that's what oh, happens that in the what first one the and first one. the second one and they're really? really violent and they're really bloody really they're hard rated R I did not know that doesn't that sound awesome that sounds kind of interesting but Critters yeah. Three is about critters and they go into a apartment complex and then they just do whatever. And they eat beans. They eat beans. They do eat beans. Beans. There's so it's so frustrating, even in it, even in context. <laughs> because I thought looking into it, I would be like, oh, the first two are even worse, or like the first two are whatever, or like I I, I thought I was just gonna be digging holes of sand, and then just pouring the sand back. In. You know what I mean? No, the, I got you. I got you. I don't even know what I mean. But but. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, the, it's the frustration of knowing that the first two were really good Are and then the third one was so like... good. At one point, he almost transforms into freaking Freddy Krueger. Because the guy... Is, yeah, because he's like looking around at things and then he sees a poster of Freddy Krueger and he's like... And then he like starts like flashing and stuff and the guy's like, no, 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 no. And that's what that nice. one guy is. The freaking crazy dude. Oh, the guy that was like, like well, I'm bananas. In the first two, apparently he's bearable. And apparently he's like the weird, crazy guy. And that's what he's in the third yeah, one, though. But he actually like has a character arc and is interesting in the first two. Okay, but which one would you rather have? Would you have a character arc, or would you have Leo DiCaprio as a young child? Getting maybe molested by his stepdad. 
and then says, I want you to die. And I wish he, you were dead. And then he dies. And, and then, then he's, he like, he's like, I'm sad. There's nothing <laughs> about, like, this movie is so frustrating on how inoffensive it is. Like, there is nothing. There's nothing offensive. They didn't reach for the freaking skies and then fall ashore because that's funny. To me, it feels like an extra gory children's horror film. Like one of those scare, like like Ernest Scared Stupid, right? We had like, they're trying to be scary, but like also not make it too scary and not like push it too far. You could feel that because it's a kid's thing, but it's, it's weird because so Critters weird. had already had the reputation of being something that was kind of like, ooh, and edgy and cool and there's a lot to it, right? But then all of a sudden on the third one, did it, did you ever find out anything about like why on the third one they decided to, did like, was it, is it a different director? Or I think like, it must have been a different director. I didn't look that much into it because I, I just got angry. Yeah, no, either way that <laughs> it's frustrating. It makes sense. Or if they switched like who was producing it, like, mm. like the same thing we talked about with Ernest Scared Stupid, we got like, they changed producers and that's when and they started to go downhill because they made it was not made by Disney anymore. Yeah. It could be stuff like that. But that's that's really sad. I'm gonna talk out of my ass for a second. Okay, go ahead. I feel like I always like like that's I mean, different. Who I always talk out of who my doesn't? ass. Who doesn't? Okay, go but ahead. I feel like the first two critters movies were doing their own thing, like on paper, and then they were like, Oh, we're gonna borrow ideas from Gremlins, you know, like yeah. having them in a the kitchen going, Oh, what is it? and eating things like whatever. Yeah, but it's still our own thing. And then the third one, they were like, okay, let's bump it down to a PG-13 rating. Get rid of a lot of that gore, you know, those boobies. You know, get that out of there. And and we'll just, you know, have a kid as the main character. And it feels like they just tried to turn it into Gremlins. But it has none of the charm because... No, it's terrible. We don't know what the critters are supposed to be. Like, no, are they supposed to be scary? It doesn't explain everything, anything. Like, well, even at the beginning, I think they tried to. And I think maybe the plan wasn't originally to, like, have to give you all the backstory and they're going to make it really deep. But, like, the movie feels ridiculously short, first yeah. off. And then second off, like, they give you this dumb little, like, previously on Critters. Oh, my God. And then God. they ran you through, like, everything that happened in the first and two. And was the best parts in, of like, the movie. In, like, two, honestly was the best parts of the movie. Yeah, and so they just gave you this, like, seizure of, like, random flashes. Of, it felt like a trailer. It was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, now here's the movie. And it's and like. It throws, it, it, it takes you from a clip show of a bunch of pretty cool looking things. Yeah, you're like, wow. Yeah, like, I remember okay, we were watching it with, like, four other people. And when it was doing the clip show of like the guy getting drug under the car and the yeah, house it was exploding, like, oh, sure. we were like, whoa! And then it got to the movie and we were like, huh. uh, is this like, what we want? Like when Jack is looking out in The Shining. So miserable. I just, that makes me even more sad. Yeah, it's so conflicting on itself because it's not like over the top enough to be funny or goofy like that a kid would enjoy but it's not like yeah, of grounded and spooky enough to be like scary cuz that's what gremlins does is it yeah. kind of hits the balance of like cuz gremlins will freaking kill you but at the same time they're you know like and they do and it's they're 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 these goofy little things and and it rides that line of like it's spooky enough that kids will be like oh no there's actually a threat here but they're funny enough that I low key kind of want to get a little doll of it i think there's a bigger issue here that we're that almost that we're addressing rather than the critters three itself and it's just kind of like the the corporate mindset of the of the 80s and 90s mm. especially like we felt it we talked about it with some of the, these last ones all of these ideas 
and things that were ran by of like things that could have been wonderful yeah and had so much they had so much bright hope of being something that could be really enjoyable by lots of people that could be a huge part of pop culture but instead mm-hmm. they just kind of fade into the dust because of corporate greed and like decisions that are made by people who don't understand yeah you know sometimes you have to go out of your way to like do things that people may not seem to like or that the you know to in order to really make an impact or in order to make something that's good you know what makes instead of settling trends, you feel them settling yeah what makes popular trends is people breaking the norm doing something new that hasn't been done that's exciting and fun but then everyone is like oh we need to do that and it's like make new ideas no just do what's been done before and, it's... and I, you feel that watching Critters Three, I, I feel like I'd seen it all before, almost. You oh know, you gosh. know what I'm saying? Like it felt like, felt like I had watched it without yeah. watching it. It was just kind of like, what I didn't get anything new from this. It was a machine-made movie. Definitely, that's 100%. what it felt like. Hundred percent. There are some neat little special effects because yeah, it's, it's the Kyoto Brothers. That freaking Chiodo. Whatever. Those, whatever those their name homies. is. <laughs> yeah. Those Let's dudes. Chiodo brothers. You are legendary, and I kind of hate you because you you freaking terrified me as a kid. Good oh time. Even now, you freaking spook me a bit. But, yeah, it's like decent things in it. But it's so, it's so frustratingly inoffensive. Because there's nothing I could point to and say that is horrible about this movie. But there's nothing in it at the same time that I can say... That's amazing about this movie. They played it so safe that it's so bland. There's, There's nothing. Nothing happens. Nothing. It's just. So can we talk? Uh, if you want to get extra rage mode, can we talk about that one joke that they? I'm pretty sure they decided it was the best joke in the entire film, when she falls out the window and is hanging from the the oh cord, my gosh. and she's swinging back and forth, like trying to get the telephone so she can call people, and she's going. Oh, almost. Oh, shoot. Oh, and oh. she missed it. And they just drag it for so long. And it's just like, why not have. Please you end wanted, me. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to watch want this the movie. Same gag, but like better, more funny, and actually have some tension in it. Put some critters right next to her. And the critters are like, and maybe they're screwing with her and like bouncing off her and like shaking her. And she's like, frick, I got to get. Because then it's like, yeah. I'm helpless, I'm defenseless, these things could kill me. Because then it would have that same level of, like, goofy, like, campiness of, like, oh, these monsters are gonna get me, but then also, like, frick, those monsters are gonna get her. Yeah, and but it, there's, it's like, as soon as you get out of the building, there's no threat. She's just swinging back and forth, and... And I think it's Even for of, a second, it's fine, but, like, yeah. they, and they went back to it, like, three times, and they involved it another character in it. so was funny like, the first oh time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, and then they involved Goofy Pants McGoof. Oh, yeah, him. Like, into it, and it's just like, are you kidding me, man? I, I, yeah. I hate it. Anyway, what, what do you think you would give it out of... I don't know want to talk about it anymore, but I will give it a 2 out of 10. I forgot what I even gave it. I think it's, I think a solid three because I don't. You're gonna think, give it a higher score than me. Yeah, because I don't think it's because, like I said, there's nothing like terrible about it. There's just the a, whole thing is terrible. Well, that's the thing is everything about it is just a four out of ten. I think everything about it's a two out of ten. I think it was so lazy. It was so lazy. There was nothing creative about That's it. That's true. I. Mm, I'm not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna ask you to lower yours. I'm just no, saying. No, of course. I'm just saying. I, and I, I feel like it's yeah. genuinely a two. I really. I have no taste for this movie, and I, it makes me sad. And I want to watch the first two. If it I weren't think, for the Kyoto Brothers, I think that I would give this movie like a, freaking, a one. A one. 
like, <laughs> like the fact that Leonardo, the, the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio is in this movie and it's his first role, and we haven't talked about it, just shows everything about this movie. How there's just no- he swears in it too. Yeah, he does. In his first I, movie, he's the edgy. Teen. Oh yeah, the kid calls him a retard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, geez, she's like, "What are you, oh, some my... kind of retard?" And it's like, "Holy oh, shoot, gosh. what did he do? He was just like standing next to your little brother." Yeah, the whole movie just feels like like the oh, like they're just they were trying. We already talked about it, but they're they trying. Try. They're trying to keep elements of the first one, like, "Hey, you like this," but also we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to kind of, it's like uh it's like, let's squeeze money out of it by making a, oh, remember those first two Critters movies? I like those. This is also a Critters movie. So now let's not do anything so I'll that bundle that in. good. I'll, I'll watch it because I'm going to bundle that in in mm. my memories with the ones that I liked, which were the first two. It's like, but that's just, it's all just, it's money. I'm and, sorry, Critters fans. You, you, you're having, you, you got it rough. Sorry, Critters fans, but this ain't it, Chief. But you know, I want to I I do something. What do you want to do? I'm scared. You are the executive producer. We are the executive producers of oh, a nice. Critters reboot. Okay. Who do we get to freaking direct, star in, whatever. Reboot, sequel, whatever we want. Let's go. We're producing? Yeah. Well, like, you produce one and I produce one. We're both in alternate universes. Um, it's like Rick and Morty. You guys ever watch Rick and Morty? <laughs> Y'all dig on multiverses? <laughs> I remember when I met Rick Sanchez. I don't know how he does it horror. He hasn't released his horror film yet, but I would have my boy Edgar Wright. Really? Yeah. I would. Yeah, because he like because does... he's good at mm. he's good at gore too and mm. stuff. Like he can do gore, he can make things like ooh, but also like I think it'd be fun. I think he could involve some music that would be really fun. Yeah. I don't know who I'd star in it or what I'd have. I haven't you put me on the spot, but yeah, that's yeah. probably what I'd do. I I feel like I would want. Like, I feel like with Edgar Wright, you could even keep the same concept of, like, yeah, I all think these just different characters in a building. But the pro- but the thing is, you would just stay in that building from the very beginning. Yeah, and that way, like, the else. audience can, like, get... It's like in The Shining. Immersed. There's nothing... There's yeah. no release from it. It's just Critters in yeah. the house. It's just Critters. There's no... It's just Critters Just Critters 3. Critters 3. <laughs> 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 But like I don't know, like when we spent oh, so I'm sorry, I have to talk about something really. Can we oh, talk man. about how one of the critters' names was just Blackie? Oh, yeah. I mean, they I'll... were all black. I mean, they were all brown. He was brown. He had a streak in his face. I guess because if they called him Spike, then it would be like oh, or like streak or whatever. Then it'd be streak. like oh right, like the character from Gremlins. No, I got you. But at the same time, Blackie. That's the best they could do. I'm sorry. It I just feels I don't, like the I didn't want to give it too like, much attention, but I just sighed like out loud. It's like, oh, freak, oh, who cares? What's the bad guy's name? Like, it almost yeah. felt like they wanted you to like have sympathy for him too. And I was like, did they? I felt like I did. In what scene? In that when he gets hurt, and they're like, no, Blackie. Like, and I'm like, why are you trying? To, oh, are you trying yeah. to make me feel bad? The critters are like, no, like, no. what if you don't? I'm like, what? <laughs> also do you know if in the first two that they can charge like sonic or not do they do that in the first one yes and because they that also... literally only happens once in critters 3 and they could have done that many other times what they also do is combine into a giant ball of critters and roll down the street and as they're rolling this is actually awesome they run over a dude 
and then it cuts to that dude, and literally his entire backside is just bones. Like, they just peel the freaking flesh. Oh, my God. It's so freaking campy and stupid and awesome. That's terrifying, yeah. actually. I feel like Edgar That's Wright cool. would be able to kind of balance that, like, madness, that, yeah. like, weird... Yeah, bring them frick. bring them yeah. Chiodo Brothers back, bring oh. in Edgar Wright, and let's do bring this. Bring in Simon Pegg, and he can be the guy that gets killed <laughs> at the beginning. Simon Pegg can die really quick. That would be funny. That'd be good. Oh. Anyway... That's are my thoughts. What are yours? I don't I, really want to spend much more time on this movie. I don't want to. I, I'm, I'm never going to think about this movie again okay. after I post this video. And it's not like I'm doing it out of spite. It's just the fact that like I'm literally going to forget that. I, I have nothing it. to say. Yeah, I'm going to just phase it out of my mind because it's so nothing. <laughs> People are going to be like, what's your favorite DiCaprio movie? And I'm going to be like, Think about all those movies and not not even for a second even think about Critters 3 because there is nothing. It's just one of those things you just got to move past. 3 out of 10. Screw you. Not having a good time. 2 out of 10. Okay, so the next movie that we watched is called American Graffiti. Has nothing to do with Critters 3, but Sam, you want to go ahead and give us a rundown of it? I would love to. So basically, it's the last day of school. I it's think. the last Jedi. It's the la- It's just like the, the last. The best Jedi. Star Wars. Movie. The best movie ever made. <laughs> Drinking game. When you listen to Sorry in Advance, just take a shot every time that we mention the last Jedi. It's the last day of school of the high school, and basically everyone's moving on to the next phase of life, and it all takes place on one specific day, and that is the last day of school. Well, more specifically, one night. Yeah, just, yeah, one specific night. Even the night. evening. Yeah, and it's so... I. It's directed by George Lucas, stars mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus, a very young Harrison Ford, in a very bad southern accent, who sings at, at, some, at one point. Beautiful. Really funny. Um, yeah, and that's, um, that, that's about the plot. I, I, I'll say it, I freaking really enjoyed this movie. Like... It captures this awesome, this really palpable feeling of, like, nostalgia. And, like, I don't know. It, it really does. It makes you feel like the really last day you, of school. It really makes you feel like the last day of school. <laughs> but for real, like, that, that is how it feels, you know? What do you mean? Like, what about your, what did it for you as far as, like, like your, think about it, like, your experience of, like, graduating high school and moving on to the next phase of life. Like, what were your, what was it that, like, rung true to you? Because I have some thoughts, too. I just want to hear yeah. yours. Well, there's the character of Richard Dreyfus, and basically he's like he's wanting to move on, but at the same time he's kind of still like ah, oh, there's so much that I love and cherish about this old town. There's so much I love and cherish about this era of my life. Yeah, and I don't want to kind of let that go. And then at the same time, there's that other character who's like, "Yep, I'm leaving. I'm gonna drop everything. Peace out. Peace out. Bird's and, gotta leave the nest." Yeah, and everyone's just like, "Wait, no, but yeah, like his girlfriend." everything and they're like oh so none of this matters yeah in life like yeah no i like it the two extremes i love that i love that I like idea that too, a lot. of and it almost it almost feels like it's making a comment on nostalgia itself because the movie is very nostalgic for the 1950s like everything about it is like this bright colorful you got the cool car i was i even mentioned that you know like right at the beginning at the diner i was like this looks just really nice yeah. it feels warm yeah the movie does feel warm in general really warm and yeah warm and bright and just like vivid and it just really feels like another time and at the same time it's it, it's almost commenting on that saying like oh you know yeah nostalgia is good and we love 
the older times of life or whatever, but there comes a time where we have to move on, which I think it's really amusing and kind of, uh, kind of ironic that George Lucas made a movie about how we should move on from nostalgia, considering what his baby turned out to be. Can I tell you some cool things about this movie? I would love for you to tell me. So, first off, um, there is a movie um, back in the day um, called Amarcord. It's in, uh, it was made, um, in fact, it was made like the same time, in 1973. Um, and basically, it's about, it's, it's like an Italian movie about like these soldiers um, and they're, um, they're about to go to war. They're on the eve of war, right. right? And while they're preparing to go to war, this there's like a last night sort of deal where they ponder like the meaning of their lives before they're about to go prepared to maybe die you know and so they're just like taking it in one last time and so george lucas that was like kind of what in what inspired him you know he said this movie is my mark so yeah, that's kind of where it comes from it makes yeah. me want to watch that movie that's as well. on criterion yeah I, i've oh, seen it is? Mm-hmm. oh I've really seen it on the on the at the library and stuff and yeah we uh, should definitely watch that because yeah. that's what so that's criterion what kind of episode. inspired this criterion episode it's, ca- we'll it's happening about. eventually we which would why. be epic um but also not only that there's like a lot of little fun dinky things but one thing that i think is really charming about this movie is that it actually had a super low budget like really low in fact no it doesn't feel like it but that's because there's so many people that worked hard and he couldn't even pay all of his crew members like he had to offer them like he's like hey i can't give you anything more than just like a place in the credits but like will you do it and they're like yeah we'll do it and so like lots of people got together and like because, like, it didn't really want to be supported on this project. But, like, it's, like, such a nice, like, war movie that, would, you know, that actually it doesn't feel low quality. It doesn't feel oh. cheap. It feels really good. And there's a lot of it. Most of it was, like, put in together by, like, people that he oh. trusted that were willing to volunteer and do it. So. Like, it's it's very small scale. And yeah. it feels small scale, but it doesn't it doesn't feel limited, you know? No, because... it feels like they could have done more if they wanted to, but they didn't need to. No. Because it's, it's it, I feel like good. if it had a bigger budget, it would still be the exact same. Like yeah, maybe with no, better agree, cameras, yeah. you know. I'd agree. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love almost, this. I almost even like the camera quality. I think it's nice. I mean, yeah. adds to it. Adds a little bit of charm. Yeah. It it definitely still has some of that um some of that slightly weird George Lucas directing yeah, and dialogue that's like that's a little and like ninety percent of it takes place on like the same like two streets too, yeah. just like back and forth as you can tell. Yeah, they're just like having dialogue while they're just yelling out of their cars. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, it's okay. so it's kind of cool though. I don't think I've ever seen a movie like no, it. Oh yeah, it's just charming. I, I, I also love the idea of just like it all taking place in one night. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it almost feels like a nineteen fifties super bad. <laughs> you know, like you got the McLovin character who's like. Oh yeah, this is my car. Freak yeah, you want to get alcohol and then, yeah. like that whole side plot, and then you have this other thing going on, yeah. and you know, I really didn't, I didn't dislike any of the storylines going on. Really? Nor yeah, normally with like one of these one night things, I'm always like, oh, we're here again. Can we? Can we move, can we move over move to this story? This? Yeah. Like I, I care more about this. Than yeah. This. But all of them, I thought, were just really meaningful and yeah, all and of them fun. had surprisingly like unique journeys. 
Um, speaking of different of the <laughs> alcohol drive the car around character, by the way, you know how um, Toad, right? That's his name. Toad. Yeah. So when Toad rolls up, he rolls up on the Vespa at the beginning. You remember that? Yeah. And he crashes into the building. Yeah. That's not scripted. That oh just happened, God. and they just kept it. Isn't what that a, nice? I was about to say that's a perfect introduction to I his know. character. And, and there's a, there's actually a lot of moments like I know you made a joke about like one of the lines that he says at the beginning, and you're like, is that is that the first take? What yeah. was that? <laughs> and like. It, a lot of it really was like they just kind of but i don't feel like it detracts i just no not at all this is such a this is such a charming little movie i was it, i was so unexpectedly surprised last night to watch this movie i was like this is that it, was definitely worth doing it's almost the exact opposite of critters 3 <laughs> where where like even when the film falls on its face a little bit or like stumbles your life's like, trouble yeah, yeah or shouldn't have been good yeah you're still like you know what this still feels like something george lucas wanted to say totally this feels which i did read up on this uh, apparently actually wait cut that out i'll i'll get to it when we talk about the ending but what was your favorite side plot because we were talking about how everything is a side plot and they're all going on in this small little town what do you think was your favorite out of all of them of the side plots. Yeah, like the characters. I liked the macho guy who was trying to pick up chicks. I can't remember his name. With the yeah. with the teenage girl. The yellow car. Because I, yeah. I thought that one was so cute and funny. Because mm -hmm. um, like, I liked his character in general. Because he's like, oh man, you guys are going to college. I, I'm just going to sit here and have a good time like yeah. I always do. And then he's like, okay. And, and you're kind of like, oh, I'm not really going to like this guy. Mm -mm. But then like he has, he has a lot of character development over one night. Yeah. And he just spends like most of it just riding around with this like 13-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny and cute. And I liked that. I didn't know where any of the stories were going. No, I felt the whole time I was like, what? Yeah. Well, like the whole like arc with, um, with the main guy. I don't know if I can say he's the main guy. But yeah, I feel like he kind yeah. of is. Because yeah. like, he has the most like... The guy who's going to college, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus' character. I feel yeah. like he had... He's kind of the... Kurt, Kurt. Yeah. Kurt's kind of the main character, I think. Mm -hmm. Because he has the most, like... I think he has the... He has, he's the only one who has the biggest effect, I think, on every person in the... Yeah. Because they kind, kind of... of they cross paths, but they're on their own thing. But Kurt somehow ends up in every one of them. He's like the center of the web. And he everyone is, else yeah. is around him. And there's a reason for that. That'll yeah. get to a little later. Oh, I'm really excited for that. I think... I think my favorite story... <sighs> okay. Nice. <laughs> I think my favorite story is probably... I love... I love that one guy and his girlfriend... And he's like, yeah, so you know how we've been dating for a while, and I really respect you, and I really like you. Yeah, um, you should see other people while I'm at college. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And she's like, F you. And she, he's like, why are you mad? What did I do? And she's like, you're a freaking idiot. Like, yeah. The Oh, my gosh. The scene where they're slow dancing, and she's like, I freaking hate you. I hate you. She's like trash. listing off all the things that he did wrong and in the relationship. And start like reminiscing at the same time and it's so slow that you don't even recognize that it's happening. And that's that crazy that that's... Him. Is I that know. really... That's your favorite so, like of I the plot? I think so. I, I love them all. I really do. Really? But that one like... That was my oh, least favorite. Really? Yeah. Oh. I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I'm not to say it was bad, a bad one. I think no, it was yeah. fitting. I knew it was really good. Yeah. It's just not my... It was not my favorite. Yeah. I... uh I don't know. I just didn't. I really did not like the main ginger kid. Like I, I as a character, I was like heck off. Which he's kind of meant to be that way, but also yeah. he goes through a lot of change and. You're like go kiss a duck. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Go kiss a duck. 
I graduated a semester ago. All the weird like fifties sayings. I'm like, what is? What are you? Yeah, saying? even though <laughs> the, a lot of them, almost all of them, are being edgy to some degree, mm-hmm. but it's so wholesome. Yeah, I can't even call it edginess because they're not. Like, even though they're, like, being, you know, dumb high schoolers, like, they're still Weird and horny, but they're still... Yeah. Yeah. This is a very horny movie, though. Yeah. Without, you know, aside from it, like, not actually having any, like, sex, any Mm, real sex. Doesn't even say the F word. Doesn't even say the F word, but, like, it's... It's a horny movie, but it's a good one. I love... I don't know. Like, I guess... I guess I like that dude, Ron Howard. Um, Uh Uh-huh. I like... I don't know. I just like how he's... He, he's reasonably screwed up the way he is and he does actually like kind of learn from it because like at that part where he's like let's let's screw around why not and he's like give me something to remember me by baby and she's like okay yeah i'll just lay here if you want to freaking just have have at it go on go for it if that's all you're gonna remember out of this relationship you yeah did for it. sure and like he's like well i mean if you're not gonna enjoy it she's like f off and i don't know it's i like I don't like that. Obviously, that's a dick move. But but that does definitely feel like something that a crappy high schooler would do. Oh yeah, it feels. And real. it's only at the end where she gets in the freaking car accident, and we're yeah. like, what? That was the biggest. Like I thought they were dead. When they flipped the car, I was I'm like, like they're they died. What? I was like, well, Harrison Ford just effing died yeah. with a woman in the car. And then that's when he's just like, oh my. That's when he realizes like, oh frick i can't like i care about you for more than just some fun times that we spent together and for more than just sex yeah ah and it's crazy but there's so much that's cool about this movie like the locker the locker scene where where he's he's walking down the hallway richard dreyfus's yeah and he goes to his locker his old locker and this is all without a single line of oh yeah that was really nice sorry go ahead tell it he he like goes up to his old locker and he like does the combination he tries to open it and it doesn't open it and he's like hitting it and stuff and he's like whatever and he just keeps walking and i'm like that's but he like smiles after that he's like "Hmm, yeah nice yeah it's 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 genius because it's like, that's, that's totally that's like something you would never think about putting in a movie but it's something that is could happen and like feels really wholesome and real yeah and at the same time it, it's showing the theme of the movie which is like he's going up to this old locker this old memory you know this place that had so much memory and he's trying to access it but he can't because it's changed because he's changed because everything has moved on and he has to move on and it's bittersweet and he can still be like hmm, okay but it's that's so genius. How did this man direct the same movie as the freaking prequels? I don't get it. Like, I'm not weird. I don't want to talk about Star Wars again. I don't want to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> we don't have to go into that. When he has that conversation on the phone with her, after he go, like gets on the radio and he tries to get that one girl to like, you know, and then she just calls him and she realizes that he's going to be gone and stuff. So she's just like, bye, you know. But even, he's not even really mad about that. But he, he's just like, he's just like, it's, I don't know, it's crazy. Because he's so wishy-washy. And in fact, that one girl that he used to date that they end up, she, he ends up kissing again. Mm-hmm. Like she, she tells him about like, oh, you're always so wishy-washy and everything. And I think that's when he starts to make some decisions. And then, and then he becomes more okay with it. And it's interesting how everyone else's stories and him seeing being a part of all of them kind of helps him to... Yeah. And then there's also the random side plot where he runs into the the pharaohs and then they like take him around yeah. and then make him do some edgy stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then that gives him some confidence too. And is like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I. There's a lot to it. There really is. And just, I love the idea of 
him like trying to find that white car, you know, the white T-bird with a beautiful girl in it who who maybe mouths I love you to him. Just because it's it, it just shows what he wants as a character. He's like, yeah. "Oh, I need to leave." But oh, I hope I hope something doesn't stop me from leaving. Oh, I need to find this girl. And in reality, it's like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And he he knows it doesn't. He matter, He knows too. he's got to go too, but yeah. he just wants something to keep him there. And when he's flying, because it's hard to make a change. And I remember yeah. when I did that when I moved away from home, growing up, like that was a really that was a really hard moment. I remember specifically, if you don't mind me getting a little personal, do it. Let's man. get personal. That's why people. I remember that's why people like movies is because it applies to them personally. Yeah. It's no. Looking at him and talking to him, I remember I was about to leave to move to Houston. And when I, and I like packed up all my stuff in my room and I'm sure everyone in their life has had a moment similar to this, but it was, Mm -hmm. it was extra hard because I was in my room and I had everything set up before I, before I packed everything, I took everything off the walls and stuff. And right before Mm -hmm. that, I just took a moment and I sat on my bed and I just looked around at everything. And I realized that everything that I've ever known in my life at this moment will never be like this ever again. Mm -hmm. And that's just. And that was like kind of exciting, but at the same moment, I'm like, I'm now when I come back to my my childhood home, the thing that I'm going to be feeling, I'm going to be visiting, I'm going to be a guest, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be visiting my own home. I'm not going to live here. I'm not going to be, and not to say I want to, you know, I was, I knew it's the next step to go and move out and you know start going, but but the feeling of just like everything that I've ever known in since my birth up to this point is about to change forever, and it's not going to go back. Mm-hmm. That was that was a big moment for me, and I remember just sitting there and I listened to some music and I some you know high school music that I enjoyed back then, and I and I just sat down and I just shed some tears because it was like it was a big moment, you know. Yeah. And that's what this movie like. I think about that moment through this whole movie. Yeah. Um, and and that's just really cool to me. Somehow they just really captured that, and that's that's something special, I think. Yeah, it really, really is. I. But we didn't mention the ending yet. We've been putting it off. Yeah, what the frick? <laughs> I, so it's a very so we talked about the good things. Now the uh, very very end of the movie, as he's flying what? away, everything is kind of wrapped up. Richard Dreyfus is flying away, and on the screen it says, "Oh, this person went on to do this. This person died in the war. This person died in a drunk this driving This person accident. died of dysentery. This and then this person is a writer living in wherever." I was like, everything up to that, I'm like, this is just so incredible and meaningful. And then it hit there, and I was like, what? Wait, this was a true story? Why does that matter? Because it's like, if the whole thing is, it's condemning nostalgia then. Because it's like, oh, the people who stayed, they all wound up dying and being sad. But he left, and now he's happy. And it's like, wait, was that the point of the movie? What is, but... I looked up one thing about the movie because I'm like, is this based on a true? Is this based on a true story? It never did. It ever say that at the beginning? Did no, it, ever it say didn't. based on. It yeah, didn't. what the hell? Why didn't I found out that the movie is based on a true story, specifically okay. about George Lucas. About his life? Yeah, Richard Dreyfus. That's George. He's Lucas. He's George Lucas. Yeah, and so like he he was just reminiscing on. Before well, but he it talks about college. Richard Dreyfuss's kid. He talks about Kurt and it said he became a writer. Yeah. Oh, he became a writer. Yeah, so the Sorry, names I'm are dumb. changed. <laughs> no, but isn't that insane? It's like right in your face. Like... Okay, I see that. But that, Okay, but we have to talk about how abrupt that was. Oh, was yeah. Just like, Here they are. Abrupt. Here's what happened to him. Okay, by the end. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh shoot. Oh, okay. 
And then it kind of changes everything from like, oh, this this cool tale of like nostalgia that's a little bit more has some abstract mm -hmm. reading between the lines, so to speak. Yeah. To like, oh, this is a true story, and this is just and what like as, so and as like, cool oh. as a sentiment it is to say like, oh, this is about George Lucas and the people he knew and all this mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, that would I don't think it was necessary. I think it would have been better if they just did like a pan up to the sky like they were yeah. doing and just cut it there, you know. <laughs> I definitely agree because then it was then it's like it's like oh, okay, there's a conclusion. Everyone met with a terrible end. All of these characters that I really enjoy. And you're like, huh? Okay. So so uh, so Toad just kind of disappeared. To okay. He was missing in action. All right. I love Jeez. that. Anyway. But I So yeah, but I th I think that would probably be one of my main criticism with the movies just like yeah. we were both just like what? <laughs> like, I remember we both audibly were like what? <laughs> and it it makes more sense looking back because it's like, oh, that's why everything is so like unpredictable because it wasn't a storyline. It was it was a real story. Okay. But then yeah. at the same time it's like what? Yeah. What? It feels the whole movie just feels really, it feels really tangible though. It feels real and it's not, it's really not over exaggerated. Really personal, yeah. All the even all the dumb conversations are really fun and yeah. it really makes you feel like the fifties. Yeah. Anyway, I, um, I like a lot about it. Do you have any other? Uh, I just wanted notes? to say just one little thing yeah. about this. This movie, this is okay. So this is like a, a statement I want to make about Critters Three. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter the resources you have, mm -hmm. okay. I know Sam doesn't like this movie, but I personally really enjoyed Deadpool 1. Not as much 2, but just 1. Because it was uh, it received really, really low funds. And it almost didn't get made like four times. And it was edited in Premiere Pro. Straight nice. up. But they did the, even the CGI for Colossus and like a bunch of stuff. And they like did the best with what they could. And um, this movie is a really even better example of they did what they could with what they had because like i said mm -hmm. no, nobody wanted to work on this movie the studios they in fact the you know um the people that were producing it wanted to put it out there they even after it was made it sat on the shelf for six months before Wait, they Deadpool even or, uh, no american uh, sorry graffiti. sorry american graffiti really? after it was made it sat on the shelf for six months before they remembered like oh yeah we made this maybe we should put it out and they finally decided to and they were really surprised at how successful it was in the box office okay. so like if you do it right and you make something that's unapologetically you and it feels genuine mm -hmm. and it's fun um and you care about it you know you can make a good movie with with low resources and there's really no excuses so no. critters 3 can burn in hell yeah. because american graffiti is an, is a perfect example of someone who cared and um did the best with what he could and um you know he fought through the the problems and things and he were which is a topic i want to address again when we talk later way down the road about uh la la land and greatest showman because greatest showman is another example of of that that's which not, we'll get to not let's save all of the thoughts let's because... just say it may or may not be critters three anyway uh, <laughs> before we change to our last movie do you have any thoughts on this movie well i definitely agree with what you said like you can you can make a movie for freaking nothing as long as yes. you're the one making a movie. And as long as you're taking criticism and doing what you want to do, you can friggin' make a movie. And that's what's so cool about George Lucas, is he literally started from, like, nothing, and, and he made one of the biggest franchises of all time. And <clears throat> it was all because of his personality, his genius, his, his ideas. ideas. Like, I've seen movies made for literally, a, like, $2,000. Uh -huh. And they've been amazing. 
but I've seen movies made for $400 million that are trash. Money doesn't freaking matter as long as you care exactly about all of it. Um, 100%, I agree. Little details, though. Um, I guess I just yeah. wanted to bring up just a little more of these. Um, yeah, what's up? What's up, you grungy little twerp? You twat. I, I love grungy little twerp. What a legendary little line. That was funny. There was another one that they said that was really funny, but I can't remember what it was. <sighs> Just grungy little twerp. You're I like, I like how my, a bitchin' babe. I remember my, my favorite thing that they kept saying was, that's boss. Yeah. He Good. was in that car that looks super boss. Super boss. It's like, oh, horrible. <laughs> I'm going to bring that back. I, I also noticed there was no score for the movie. Like, it was just 50s music, and a lot yeah. of it was freaking 50s radio commercials. Did you know that's actually one of the reasons it got, like, that they decided to do, like, Wolfman and, like, all of the radio stuff? It's just... because he wanted to put, like, a lot of music in it. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. Like, he had over 40 songs he wanted to include. But the studios were like, we're going to have to pay so much for rights on that. And so, like, they had to, they, most of their budget was put into the music, right? But that's how much he valued the music that he was like, I want to buy the rights so that we can put all this music in there because it's important to me. It doesn't feel out of place. No. And that's, but that's one of the reasons that that ended up being, but it ended up being a nice part of it is that they all listen to the Wolfman and they all listen to the Wolfman because, um, you know, it kind of adds a no, it's kind of like, holds the town together mm-hmm. like as a small town and, yeah yeah anyway so i thought you'd be, find that interesting that little tidbit. and it's funny because once upon a time in hollywood directed by quentin tarantulino tarantulino one thing that he did is he actually used a bunch of like ads radio ads from the 50s and 60s in like when people are just playing it on the radio as part of the score and it's like that's so interesting that's that nice. even even now like directors are taking from this movie even it's yeah for sure for sure uh i like how everyone's ugly too <laughs> like every, <laughs> everyone's ugly. everyone's not ugly but none of them look they're like average superstars. everyone's average yeah, yeah. They all it looks like a small town if you like it's good it really I makes you it. feel <laughs> and i I'm feel sorry. like the ending is gonna grow on me if i if i watch it again keeping in mind like oh this is a george lucas biopic low-key like yeah. i feel like once re-watching this which i definitely want do yeah me too really i kind of want to show it to my siblings i think honestly i could give this movie an eight out of ten i was I really like, yeah eight out of ten freaking closer to a nine than a seven to be honest but uh what about you um i was gonna give it a seven nice 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 no, above aver- definitely an above average movie oh yeah definitely especially considering like the hell that it had to go through like crap closer to an eight than a, than a six yeah definitely it's not a six that's like no, it's not a six, but it is. A, it's definitely a seven or higher. Oh, so it. my opinion is going to be seven. Yeah. So check that movie. Check out. it out. It's a good time, and it's kind of underrated. You know, I don't. I don't think it's talked about in pop culture. Almost it really as much isn't. As it. There's a lot of iconic things and lines. All right. So the last movie that uh, we picked out of random was called <laughs> Shane. Shane. Just Shane. 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 Jake, why don't you tell us what the story is? So about Shane, Shane is a movie that was made in 1953, back in the major era of cowboy movies, in similar to what we are going through right now with superhero movies today. Um, they were really big, really huge, especially with with uh, prominent actors such as John Wayne and and others. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yes, you know the bunch. Anyway, my dad really likes these kinds of movies. I've never been a super big fan of them, but essentially what Shane is is it's one of those, and I will say it's one of the better ones in my opinion that I've seen. Um 
but it's got you know it's a pretty standard story there's a guy who he's a he's a gunfighter right they're always a gunfighter for some reason um or like some lone he i'm a lone wolf you know i go from town to town i got my business and such and so he got are you you okay should i continue so shane so shane happens upon a family he wants to settle down he doesn't want to be gunfighting anymore he doesn't want to be a lone wolf so he settles down with a family that he lives with and he decides to help and be like a ranch hand um but basically because of who he is and his history he he can't help but run into trouble in the town and with the townspeople and leading to a to a climax and a resolution um and that's essentially the whole story and there's a whole lot of shane in between um but sam uh, what did you think of this movie i want I, I wish i was dead i wish i was dead i wish i had always been dead i okay so we were supposed to watch this movie together but um he was hanging out with his uh girlfriend and they were exchanging brownie recipes and making various cakes sam please sorts. cut this out afterwards i'm absolutely not don't please do it. cut don't this do out it, except. so i'm like oh I'll, I'll i'll watch this one on my own time since he watched that one on his own time so right off the heels of american graffiti really left me thinking really left me like really really hit me in the heart really did you think yeah it did it made me like think about what it meant and like feel and then i'm like okay well i need to stay up a little bit later and watch shane and it was like what two in the morning two hours later Two hours later, I finish watching Shane, and I'm completely dead inside and just pissed off at this stupid-ass movie. Oh, I'm my so... gosh. Okay. I... <laughs> Hold on a gosh damn second. Like, everything about Shane... Like, I thought for a solid... Like, an hour into the movie, I'm like, this has to be directed by the di- guy who plays Shane. Because everyone in Shane sucks his dick so hard the entire movie they're like wow shane you're so cool shane you're so cool and the wife is like yeah shane you're so beautiful and cool and the husband is like yeah shane you want to you want to have a homoerotic scene where we chop down this tree oh damn shane you're so cool he has no character flaw he's a perfect human being oh my god and i hate it it's just a jerk off fest with freaking shane He's and a superhero of the I, time. Yeah. He's cool. But guess what? It's a bad superhero. This is like, I feel like this is the Captain Marvel of those superhero movies. It's not... It's, Are you serious? Yeah, it's not Suicide Squad where it's like, what the freak is happening? It, it's just so like, I have heard this story a million times. Freaking gunfire comes into town. He's like, I ain't like that no more. I'll help out this family. I'm the quickest draw on the way. And then freaking the bad guys are like, well, I'll take the town. And everyone in this town is like, we don't want, we don't want people scared. like your kind in this town, we're you know, scared. to get out of here. We can't do it. We can't do it on our we own. We can't and do Shane it. Is like, oh, I ain't like that, but I'll keep doing it. It's so <laughs> freaking bland. You know the, the, the term white hat and black hat? How it's like, oh, you got the white hat who's like, ooh, I'm perfect. And then you got the black hat who's the villain. And he's, he's like, the absolute hey, we're worst. not so different, you and I. Yeah. They, they're literally wearing a black hat and a white hat because it comes from freaking movies like this. And it's so frustrating because I have seen this story told incredibly well. There's a Clint Eastwood movie called Unforgiven where basically this, this prostitute 
in a brothel, freaking the whole place gets shot up and like the guy is just this dude is just a huge dick and she's the only one who survives. Her family gets killed or whatever. And Yeah, he's, of course. Yeah, and Clint Eastwood is living out in the middle of nowhere and they're like, Hey, you're this freaking bad A wanted man. Can you please freaking find this guy and give me justice? And he's like, I'm not like that anymore. And it it touches on this idea. I don't do that no yeah, more. Yeah, but the difference is it touches on this idea that like he I has... don't fight kaiju no more. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but it, yeah, but it touches on the idea of like he is disgusted by every single life he's taken because he truly feels like that has condemned him to hell and that he needs to make repercussions. Is that the word? Reparations. He needs to make reparations, reparations for everything that he did wrong. Because he did so much wrong and he hates himself for it. And by the end, he's like killing everyone and he's the fastest draw and it's super cool. But at the same time, you're like... It's also kind of sad. Damn. And then he goes back and like his whole life, like his life is just ruined because he's this freaking PTSD riddled man. And that's why he didn't want to get back Which to is it. what I thought Shane was going to be at the beginning. Because, you know, they're like... He hears the gun cock and he like goes and he like points at the like, little okay, kid and the kid's like, What loaded. the frick, dude? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, and I'm like, is that showing that he has like PTSD almost? And that he's just like like I can't. So he's hypersensitive to No, him. it's just like, Man, isn't that cool? He's such a fast draw. He's the quickest draw in the West. He's so fast. He's so cool. I okay. freaking love him. And then there's okay. the scene where the kid's like, bang, 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 bang for like forty five minutes and he's just running around going, bang. And the mom I remember is like, it there's one interesting idea for a scene in this movie because there's an actual conflict because Shane is like, like the, the dad is like, I got to go fight the man. And the, and the wife's like, no, don't fight the man. He's going to kill you. And then Shane's like, no, you shouldn't fight the man. You ain't a quick draw. And he's like, I'm a quick draw. And he's like, no, I'm Shane. I'm the fastest draw in the West. And then he freaking, and, and then he's like, don't stop me, Shane. He's like, I'll beat you up if you have to. And then they fight. And I'm like, Oh, cool. We're 90 minutes in and I found a conflict. Oh, like when, when so he fights excited. the husband? Yeah, when he fights the that, husband. That and was the kid's so like, funny. I hate you. But and at the same time, like, the wife would, like, literally they just, like, he beat the tar out of him. Yeah. He leaves him there and the wife's, like, nursing back to health and then she, like, goes over and she's like, you're the best, Shane. Yeah. She's just kind of. Yeah, like, even that. She sounds like she just wants him so bad. She does. She's just There's like, a weird... I wish I had Shane. And the <sighs> kid's like, I did. I wish I did too. I don't yeah. know what sex is, but I mean, Shane. <laughs> my dad is cool and all, but he can go suck a dick because Shane is so cool. And then to... He's so cool. And it's like, he's even so the cool conflict. that he leaves his dad to go chase after him. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, just kill this stupid bastard. I hate you. Little kid, you're annoying as hell. And all you, your whole character is just. Shane is so cool. But you see what I meant about them saying the name Shane? Like you know what would times. be powerful? You know what would be awesome? Is if Shane was actually had that PTSD element to him where he's like, I can't. And they're like begging him like, Shane, these guys are freaking raping and pillaging our town. They're going to freaking, they're going to, they're going to freaking kill us, dude. Everything is hitting the fan and we need your help. And then Shane is like, I really can't. I really can't. Yeah. And then he has that fight with the dad and he's like, okay, I have to. Yeah, of course. And then the kid follows him, and all that shooting training stuff, the kid winds up shooting the bad guy in the back. And then Shane is just so left with even, this... So it's not even Shane. Yeah. And then Shane is just left with this feeling of, like, I've literally freaking trained another person to do what I do. 
I have to leave. And like everyone hates him when he leaves because it's like, dude, you freaking go, maybe, Shane. maybe he accidentally freaking kills the dad. That would be interesting. That would I'm be not interesting. saying it has to be some dark death march. I'm just saying freaking give something me something new. in these two hours that can't be in just like a 20 minute episode on TV on that weird freaking staticky channel on TV that only plays black and white Western crap and occasionally Golden Girls. Like, uh, okay, so can I say something? No. Shane. So I don't feel exactly the same as you do about it, but that's okay, because that's what we're. That's why we say sorry in advance. Um, so basically, um, I really think the premise of this movie is really good. I like the idea and just like a lot of the elements of it, and it reminds me of watching cowboy movies with my dad growing up. And there's a lot of like things I didn't understand, but I always thought it was interesting to watch them, and especially when they get the climax. But I feel like with my issue is less about Shane itself, but it's about the genre and the time. Mm. Like I've seen fifties movies that have been really engaging the whole time. Oh yeah. And the problem with this one for me is that it just, I'm, I have ADHD anyway. So I'm like, woo all the time, you know? And like, but that's I can still, yeah, that's why we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I can be woo and, and have and fun I can with be it. Like, yeah. And so, so because of that, like, it's already hard enough for me to focus on things, but like, I think the hardest part about the style and the way things are done is that the um, number one, my number one issue with these movies is the music, mm. because they have really good. They always have strings and everything, and they have like a lot of potential, yeah. but on the scenes that it matters, there's nothing. Like that fight mm. scene, maybe could have even had some like, some like something like a little bit not overbearing, but something. But instead, it's just nothing. It's just yeah. them being like. Ugh! Oh. And that like clapping punch thing. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, those oh. those those were funny. Scuffle, scuffle. Oh. And it's just like for a long time. I like I I like you could go in and out of music. You could whatever. I don't know. I just that's one of them. The other thing is just the dialogue and the scenes in general. This is oh, a two-hour movie. It could have been done in an hour or less, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would have gotten the same, not the same feeling. I would have gotten a better feeling about the it. The same experience. It's just it's like every bad. every character just talks so slow oh. every like i could watch this on like 0.5 or 1 sped up you know mm -hmm. and it would just be so much better of a movie because it's like it's like like when he every time he goes into the damn bar i'm just i want to die i want to get a show and like i don't even hate it but just like he goes up and like he's just like you know and he's sitting there and then they're just eyeing and he's just like drink real slow and then the guy's just like looking at him and it's like back and forth and back and forth and he's like now, listen here, mister. We don't like your kind around here. And he like, and then it takes him another like 30 minutes to think of his response as he's drinking. Or he says nothing. There's just 30 minutes of nothing while he drinks and while he just looks at him like, I hate you. And this is so long. It is so long that I'm like, okay, I get it. And I, maybe they were trying to really build the tension. I don't know but what they were doing. there's no tension. But there's no tension. It's just boring. It's I've like, seen cowboy It's just movies. the only tension is in their eyes. They're just like... And, and then he gets up, you know, and he's like, hey, listen, partner. I said something. Did you not hear me? We don't want you around here. I, I'm, get I'm, out. I'm also going to say like, this. The villains are horribly miscast. I hate them. They don't look the like villains. villains. They don't feel like villains. They well, just they don't feel have like... to be wearing a spooky cloak or well, anything. No, but, but like, like, there's nothing in their mean? performances that 
say villain. Everything about their vibe is just like average actor. Joe. Yeah, or average Joe. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone is just like you're not threatening. You're not you're just annoying. Yeah, you're just like here. You, you, you like what? And I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna disagree with you on the music. I think really? I can see why. It's always it on the transition, silence. though. Yeah. In, I felt like the music was always freaking overbearing. It was just always, always. so loud and like constantly going. And it's like. I, I, I will say I laughed like, out loud when they played the music and they were chopping the tree, the oh stump gosh, down and pulling it. And it's like. I'm like, look at them. You just pull that stump. Just guys being dudes. Just regular old farm work. Look how great oh, Shane so is. Cool. Shane, Shane is so cool. Don't by you the way, you Shane? pulled out that stump, I Shane. Shane. I love you, Shane. Oh my gosh. Shut the Can hell up, Can you give me kid. a kiss on the lip, Shane? Shut the frick up, you stupid bastard kid. I hate you. <laughs> what about Not that you. haircut, though? He was looking fly, oh bro. Fly. I, and that's the thing. Is so much... I don't want to rip on this movie as much as you do because it like hits <sighs> a special spot. I was named and after an old that. Western movie. And so I really like... I want to. I really want to like it, but there's just things about me and the genre, mm-hmm. and that this movie didn't bring enough unique to me that it was that I would consider it a really great movie. It really didn't. I think I, it's okay as far as cowboy movies go, but like that's all it is is the problem. It's, it's just okay. It's just okay, and like uh, there's so much about this movie that just frustrates me to no end. Not because it's overly bad, but just because it's. It's misguided. There are a lot of small mistakes that they made. Like, I can I can get why it's like, oh, we're going to have silence for the scene where it's a big fight scene between these two characters, brother fighting brother, like the Civil War. Yeah, of course. I can see why, but I don't care because nothing has any consequences. Care. Nothing has any consequences in this movie. Shane leaves for freaking no reason, even though the kid is like, I love you, Shane. I love you. Please come back, Shane. I love you, Shane. Please come back, Shane. Don't cut this out, editing Sam. I love you, Shane. Please come back, Shane. Because it goes on for five minutes. And it's... Okay. Back to a more objective... Objective point of view. Okay. Is I think... I think this movie could be great if remade. Or it it could be great if they... Kind of expanded on the ideas that they bring up. Which is like... You know, a cowboy who's who doesn't want to be a cowboy anymore. Maybe freaking bring some light to that. And it really did remind me of, like, today's superhero movies. Where it's just like, yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, this person believes in themselves, but they have a troubled past. Okay, yeah, I've seen it, but what are you going to bring differently to the table? And people get so up in arms when you're like... No, you make fun of the character because you, you don't like, because you hate, you're so mean. And it's like... I want this to be good. Like, I want to watch Black Panther and be like, wow, this is a freaking awesome movie. But it's just showing me the same things. And especially since I've seen... My my exposure to cowboy movies has been the remake of True Grit, which... Um, yeah. The freaking... Did uh, you ever watch the remake of The Magnificent Seven? No. That one's really good. Really? I really enjoyed that, yeah. Well, it, it's like... I've, uh, Recommend oh, that. It's got uh, Chris Pratt in it. Which, fun fact, The Magnificent Seven is, and I'm not saying it's a ripoff, but the original Magnificent Seven was an adaptation 
of Akira Kurosawa's um, Seven Samurai. Why? Yeah. Seven Samurai. Yeah. Most of the spaghetti westerns that came out like in Italy and all that stuff, most of them were based off of Akira Kurosawa's Samurai movie. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, it's a rip off. It's no, it's that. just the same ideas. It's, it's cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of like, fun. Let's just translate it. And like Clint Eastwood loves Akira Kurosawa. All of those people were like, dude, heck yeah. And Akira Kurosawa was like, hey, nice. Hey, nice. You take my stuff, hey, make yeah, some yeah, cowboy boy. crap out of that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I got you. That, that, that's completely unrelated. Um, the no, good, it's the bad, fun. the ugly is another yeah, one. Totally, totally. I, those are ones that I've seen. That I my, like. my favorite old one is probably Big Jake. I really enjoy it. And that's where my name comes from. So, but not only because of that, I actually really enjoy. It, except for when the dog dies. Spoiler: The dog always. Dies. The dog always dies. I and and the thing is, is that like, I don't hate anyone for liking this movie, and no. I don't want to devalue anyone's position, especially not yours, because I dislike this movie. After all, I like freaking Godzilla movies. Obviously, I freaking. Obviously, I have my own dumb biases towards movies. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's I just can preference. see like you growing up with with Western movies, why you would think this is a nice little cozy, you know, like ah, back yeah. to the olden days. Just like but let me let me get this straight. I like I still like this genre is like one of my least favorites. Mm-hmm. Like I really don't. I'm not like. I don't want to just sit down and watch one usually, no. you know, but if like well, I'm hanging out with my dad and he wants to put one on, like I'll definitely watch it and I'll enjoy it. So it just really depends. Anyway. What would you... Do you want to rate it? Or is there anything else you yeah, want to talk about? Bang, 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 bang! I think I said everything I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, I could probably give this a 2 out of 10. Really? Yeah. A 2? Yeah. You gave it a Critters 3 rating? Lower than Critters 3. Lower than Critters 3. Yeah, because all I can ah! really say is like... It's pretty cool that they filmed it outdoors. Like, it's very clear they filmed it outdoors instead of crappy sets. Which That's I'm good. Like, nice. Apparently, it was super expensive to make. That's also I, interesting. I don't, I don't know how. They literally got a whole stampede of, like, bulls. Yeah. Like, that's got to be expensive. Yeah, and I was like, it, it was those stuff like that. that. I'm like, hmm, okay, that's pretty cool. And they put some effort into it, at yeah. least. And I think it's, it also depends on the time change, because, like, people were very used to that style of story mm-hmm. building anyway. Yeah. And it feels a lot like a like a play, kind of, almost. Oh, yeah, definitely. It has that feel as far as the acting, which most 50s films did anyway. Mm-hmm. And so you have, to, you have to, you have to, you have to factor that in, yeah. oh, you know, of course. course. And, and so I, I can see, films. can you at least see like how it would be appealing at the time? Oh, considering almost the, definitely. Yeah. But just for you personally. Because this plays, way. like, the thing is, is that 50s movies, a lot of them have super janky editing. And yeah, of course. the cinematography is like whatever, because most No of, one had set any precedence yet. Yeah. It was just like, what do we do with this? I don't know. It's we like, just have you ever put played a play Atari on the screen? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what the frick is this? Because the people were like, I don't know. We came from Pong like six months ago. Well, how the frick are we? What else should we do? do? I don't do? know. Yeah, they were setting the, it, they were paving yeah. the way, you and know, cutting through the bushes. Paving the way, and that's how, that's how it is with 50s yeah. movies. Totally, it, totally. It's jank because they're like, okay, the closest thing we know is that it's a, like, kind of like a play, but you film We just it. record it, yeah. So most of, most of those are just like, it's a play, but filmed. Of course, yeah. And I like a lot of those movies. Like, 50s movies hold a special place in my heart. Me and my dad, we would watch White Christmas every year. Which nice. I don't, really, I don't really like that much, Dad. That's okay. I love you, Dad. I'm sorry. But we watched, like, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, It's a Wonderful mm-hmm. Life, all that old stuff. And, like, 
12 Angry Men. There are a lot of movies that I legitimately love. I really like 12 Angry Men. That's a good one. Seriously, like one location, and it's just people talking. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah, you but make it's like a, it's pretty fast paced. Yeah, stuff. you make it's a kinda... movie that's literally everybody, like twelve dudes in one room talking, maybe two if you count the bathroom, which is connected. That's the whole movie. No change of scenes. Cool. No action. No anything. And it's the most engaging thing. It's ever. very engaging. It's yeah, it's so awesome. So good, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. I get the fifties charm of it all, but I'm just, I just. I don't think it holds up as well to the, to, to my st- and it's not really what I want out of a film experience, you know. That's okay. What about you? What did you give I'm it? gonna give it a five. Mm. I think it was a pretty like as far as all movies go, it's it's an average movie to me. Mm. Um, but it, I think it's a better western out of some of the ones because I've seen some that I really don't like, but I think that one's a lot. I think that one's up a little bit higher for me. So I don't think I've ever seen a bad. So I give it a five. I want to. I want to. They're all just the same western. for you. Yeah, like I've seen amazing westerns, and then I've seen Shane, <laughs> and then I've seen Shane, <laughs> and and I know Shane is probably average, but I want to see like a yeah. terrible western, okay. like one that has like no budget, one where all the actors suck, like I want to see one of oh really cliche plot yeah. even more so yeah no yeah we'll have to do that sometime. Anyway, good times. But, I don't really have much um, else to say about it. I don't think no, um, except for well, Shane. Shane. Our suffering will continue because yeah. in the next episode, we're finally going to do it, fellas. We're going to talk about We're about to Seven do it. Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai and the Snyder and Cut. The, yeah, also the Snyder Cut. The four-hour beautiful Jesus imagery uh, looking we ass. In, we, <laughs> we live in a society. We do live in a society. And we're going to invite one of our friends. Um, his His favorite movie of all time is the original Justice League. He says he's seen it like four times. Yes. It's not his favorite movie of all time, but he has seen it three times. He, he has seen it three times. Like it. He, he's convincing himself. He's like, I want this to be good, but it sucks. So which is why we can watch this. Mm-hmm. And we will There's see. Be a little space we will see if it lives up to what he's talking about. Which if it doesn't. I think this will be our first time including someone in person. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Crayon, come up here and freaking sit in the couch and give me a Yeah, lazy looking. Bastard. Also, if you're if you've been watching Crayon, uh, sometimes we're on playing Paladins with him, yeah, so you are. can catch us there. Hit him up in the comments. In the below. comment, hit him up. Tell him, tell him, tell him in the comments below. And go go to his stream when he's streaming and say that you're a newbie booby. He will greatly appreciate that. Spam it. I am that as he well. Promised me on on recording. I have it recorded, not with me, but. That if he gets a hundred subscribers uh, and a hundred people watching his chat at one time, he is going to play Bug Snacks on stream. Bug Snacks. So we got we got to do that, guys. Hit up Crayon. Hit up us in the comments. Yeah, and thank you so much for watching as usual and listening. We appreciate you guys um, for for your comments and for everything. And feel free to share with other people who like movies. If you agree with us, comment below. If you disagree with us, also comment below. Um, let us know what you think of these movies. Yeah. So, um... And we will see you next week. Yeah.